your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Turn to the ice tonight when they take on the New Jersey Devils. 7 o'clock puck drop with Chris Kerber and Joe Vitale. I've got your pregame starting at 6 o'clock here on 101 ESPN with Brandon Kiley and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Alex Ferrario. If you heard the news earlier today, Craig Berube extended for three years as the St. Louis Blues head coach. And to talk about that news, we welcome in the president of hockey operations and general manager for the St. Louis Blues. He is Doug Armstrong, and he joins us on the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Doug, how are you today, sir? I'm very good at yourself doing fantastic. Well, let's just start with, uh, I'm sure this is nice to uh, check off the list and probably have to stop answering the questions of when Craig Berube is going to get extended now that this is done. And he is here for three more years. Yeah, certainly nice to have it behind us. It, it really wasn't uh, consuming Craig or I, but it, it was becoming uh, people from the outside uh, questioning what was happening. So it was nice to get it uh pen to paper, get them done, and now we can just focus on uh, the second half of the season. And Doug, you mentioned in the media availability earlier today, his press conference, that this conversation started up at Christmas time. So this seems like something that you both knew it was going to get done. It was just a matter of time and a matter of an opportunity to sit down and, and hash out the what you needed to. Exactly. And, I, you know, we had the Christmas break and, and we made some good headway. And then, you know, this... Uh, um, all-star break gave us quite a bit of time and uh, working with his representative uh, Steve Mountain uh, it, you know when, when, we, when we got to really talking it didn't take that long for either side to realize uh, what was, the, was the, the right term and right money and uh, get, get it behind us Doug, how have you seen Craig Berube evolve since the moment that he was named the interim head coach of the Blues? I think that that was sort of a whirlwind uh, second half of the season in, in 2019, uh, you know, but he didn't, you know, putting his stamp on it, the next training camp, and he's had a couple of training camps since then, um, you know, doing a, doing a really good job of, of, of sort of continuing to build the foundation uh, for his, his resume and, and the way we want to play. And I, I just think, you know, he's, he's very comfortable now uh, with, a, with our management group Um you know, you don't. Uh, we didn't have a lot of uh, communication. Uh, most of your communication matters with the head coach, and so when when he took over, we were uh, um, just sort of trying to, <laughs> to 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 write the ship at that point. But I really enjoyed working with him. I think he's done a really good job of of keeping the veteran players hungry and also uh, giving a chance for our younger players an opportunity to have success. 
Doug, when we were talking about this in our open today, we talked about the longevity that Craig Berube has had already. And it's kind of weird to say that because he's only been here for a few years. But you look around the NHL, there are only seven coaches that have been with their teams longer than Craig Berube has been here in St. Louis. What do you think it is about Berube and about really NHL head coaches in general that have that longevity? What allows them to sustain? Is there any is there any through line in your opinion? Yeah, I think it's communication skills with with the players. Uh, I think that you also have to have players that want to be coached, and we're fortunate to have a really strong leadership group uh, right now uh, that that can deliver the message. They also understand, uh, you know, if you're in your late twenties, early thirties, you're in a window, uh, your career's you know at its prime, or or certainly heading towards the back nine. You want to win, and I think we provided. Uh, the, the feeling that we have a team that can compete and Craig does a great job of keeping that at the forefront of what we're doing every day. Again, we're talking with Doug Armstrong, Blues president of hockey operations and general manager for the St. Louis Blues after the Blues extend Craig Berube's contract as the head coach. Doug, during your tenure as GM and president of hockey operations, you've only had to fire two coaches. And Ken Hinch, Ken Hitchcock's longevity, of course, is well known. A short stint with Mike Yo, and then it transitions into Craig Berube in that 2018-2019 season. You don't see that very often in the National Hockey League. I mean, I just mentioned a little bit ago, Dave Tippett, who was just let go from the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins had 12 coaches in 11 years with Edmonton. How difficult is it to find a head coach that meshes well with a team and you know that the longevity is there oh well i think it's it we we believe it's a very important part of our success or our longevity in in st louis is to 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 have to have continuity uh mr stillman obviously believes that in the management group um i believe it in the coaching group uh and you want to have someone that you you share the same vision i think if you share the same vision uh, when you're putting a team together with the coach, that 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 has to be at the forefront. And I've been very fortunate with Ken and, and with Craig, uh, Mike also, but uh, with these guys that have been here a while to share that vision. And uh, I, I just think that you know they say it's easier to change the you know one coach than 20 players, but at some point the players have to be held accountable to what's going on also. And I, I think that uh, if they know that the, the coach and the manager are on the same page, that uh, they're probably not going to win those battles. Then, then it's easier. And so for us, I, I know, I, I, as you said, there's a lot of changing of coaches in, in our sport, and I'm not really sure that's the, the proper way to have success. Doug, one of those visions I would imagine with the Blues mindset is, you know, turning those bre- those draft picks and prospects into NHL-ready players. And that's one thing that Craig Bruby has had a lot of success with. When you look at this team right now, Jordan Cairo, Robert Thomas, and Ivan Barbashev, you know, he coached the American Hockey League for one season. What is it about Craig Berube and his ability to grow those younger players that, that seem so successful? Well, I think that it's, um, you know, young players want, want everything today, and that's just sort of society, and I understand it. But Craig, uh, Craig's been able to, to build a foundation for them. So when, they're, when they get to that point of 22, 23, 24 years old, they have staying power. What you don't want to do is put young players in a in a situation to fail and then be and then be surprised when they fail. And uh, I think Craig's done a nice job of bringing these young guys uh, along, and now they become the core part of your team. And I think it just comes with patience and building the foundation. One of those players, Doug, and we're talking to Doug Armstrong, the president of hockey operations for the St. Louis Blues, that has become a member of the core is Colton Pareko. And I know you've made comments about him. I read what you said to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch the other day comparing his season and really who he has become as a player to the situation 
situation that Jay Bomeister was in previously. Can you expand on that a little bit for for our audience? How do you view where Colton Pareko is right now in his career and specifically the situation that you guys have placed him into? Yeah, he's a, he's a primary defender for us. He plays against the other team's top lines. Uh, lots of D-zone face-offs. Uh, uh, you know, the reality is to produce uh, to produce offense in the NHL, you have to play on the power play, and Colton doesn't do that. So the, the numbers aren't going to be there. The five-on-five scoring for defensemen isn't isn't great. Uh, you look at the guys, the top scorers, they're they're getting they're getting lots of stuff on the power play, and that was a little bit like uh, Jay Bowmeister was here. He was he was asked to defend uh, against the other team's top players to close games out for us, and. Uh, you know, so it, the offensive numbers, uh, um, that's not thats not how I judge Colton right now. Uh, now, if he gets back on the power play, then, then that changes the script on how you judge him. But right now, it's its more defending, playing against other team top players, and uh, I think he does a good job at that. When you look at that, Doug, and you look at who he's paired with defensively, what does an ideal partner look like for Colton Pareko? Uh, well, it can be a couple of different ways. Right now, obviously, we, we have a, a Mikola playing with them, and those are two big bodies that can kill plays down low. Uh, but you can also see uh, success with a smaller player, a skater that can 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 make plays. Uh, you know, he could have the you know in a shutdown pair with with Mikola or Scandella, or uh, you know he could, he's a great skater, and I could see him playing with Krug over over the next few years too. So I I think he's multidimensional in how how he can play, and I think a lot of his situation driven on on where you need do you need offense, do you need to shut games down. Um, you know, he, he can provide both of that force. Doug, one player that uh, Blues fans and, and now hockey fans are talking about is Jordan Cairo, who who is a point-per-game player in the first portion of the season. Then he goes to Vegas for the All-Star Weekend and wins the fastest skater competition, scores five points in those uh, All-Star three-on-three uh, competitions. What is it about Jordan Cairo's growth that has surprised you most? Uh, I've got to say I'm not really that surprised by it. I mean, he was a top... He was a top uh, player in junior hockey he was a top player in the world junior team it's just getting that foundation and 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 getting the opportunity and and that's what he has now he's always been a great skater he's always had great hands um now he he plays uh he plays in situations where where he can exploit that and i think one of the benefits uh for pretty well all of our forwards right now is a um, we're not really defined as a one-two-three line. I think uh, all three of our scoring lines are about the same, and so you're going to get good matchups on different nights. And whether it's Vladdy or whether it's uh, uh, Sod or whether it's uh, Kairu, you know, you get sometimes you're not you're not going against as we talked about the Prankos, like the one shutdown guy. And I think he's done a really good job of uh, exploiting the opportunities that that, that uh, have been provided. Army, what is your biggest question that you have? Like, what do you want to learn about your team in the second half of the season and specifically before the trade deadline? Uh, I would say that, you know, watching games last night, you or the other night I saw Winnipeg and Minnesota play. It was a very heavy game. I thought Nashville came in here and they play a very heavy game. Uh, you know, I think we're going to have to be prepared to play heavy games. And, and when you score a lot, you, you sometimes get away from, from that uh, grinding out heavy game hockey. And I think that's going to that's gonna come to the forefront as, as the season progresses and you get into the playoffs. And uh, I, I like some of the size we have uh, in, in our group right now when you have a player like Brown, who's, who's not a physical player, more skilled, but he is a big frame. And then we have Joshua up here and Sunquist and Costin. And uh, I think we're going to have to play those, those heavy teams. And I'm looking forward to seeing if we can make a fourth line or make, make a, a three forwards uh, that can – 
go out there and, and really grind teams down. Doug, final one from me, and this kind of goes back to the Craig Berube extension. And as always, we appreciate your time joining us here on 101 ESPN. But you mentioned three years ago about the five-year Stanley Cup window and it being open for this team. Do you feel like that that window extends now with Craig Berube locked up for three more years? I do, and, and quite honestly, I think it's, it's extended right now because of Thomas and Cairo. I think that uh, you know when when you have players uh, in their in their early twenties or what are they twenty two, twenty three, twenty three, twenty four, uh, you can, you you see a vision now of these guys being good players for the, probably the next five or six years, and then Butchnevich is in that age group too. So we've been able to add some players, I think that that can keep us competitive today, but also. Um, I really like the, the the future of this team. Now we have to get it done too. It's, it's one thing to talk about it, and and probably every organization thinks they got really good young players. Uh, so the reality is these guys have to get it done. But we're a little bit ahead of the curve because we're seeing two players right now that are getting it done. And uh, I'm excited about Pernovich. I'm excited about Neighbors. I'm excited about. Uh, uh, Bull Duke, but these guys are, are a long way away from being what where Thomas and Cairo are. But that, that's why I think that window, you know, whether it's a championship window or, or a highly competitive window, I think I think it's extended because of what we're seeing Thomas and Cairo do. Army, final question. We'll get you out of here on this one. You guys were able to get a lot of business done this week with a few extensions and then certainly with a crescendo of the announcement that Craig Berube will be the head coach for the next three years. Is it fair to say that for the rest of the regular season at a minimum, that stuff's going to be put on the back burner, the extensions, the contract talks, and then anything else that will be done will likely take place in the offseason? Yeah, that's usually the way the way it happens. I mean, we, we want to take advantage of the window that we had. Uh, but, it, you know, with, with any player, it only takes one phone call to, to spark an idea and get a contract done. Uh, so we're not against signing guys. It's, you know, today's athletes, they can multitask. They can they can add, add numbers together and play hockey. So if, if the contracts come up and it works out, we'll get it done. But, again, it's nothing that we're we're concerned about doing at this point. Well, Doug, we're looking forward to uh, getting the guys back on the ice tonight against the New Jersey Devils. Again, 7 o'clock puck drop with Curbs and Joey here on 101. And I've got your pregame starting at six. As always, Doug, we appreciate your time hopping on with us this morning. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you at the rink tonight. Guys, thanks a lot for having me on, and we'll see you tonight.